0: Yeah. All right. Welcome back to New Jump City, everybody. We found it. <laughs> yeah, I, Chris put in a lot of work, put in
1: some time and some research, and he found <laughs> it. Literally took this five song. seconds.
0: <laughs> but <Uh-oh. laughs> but you know what? We can make it seem that way so it could have all the glory. But I, we found it. This is lost. It's too late now. But yeah, it's a pretty sick song. It's the greatest song I've ever heard by a large margin. Better than Lizzo. Changed my mind. You know what? You just reminded me. Uh, welcome back to New Jump City, everybody. I am your host, Christian Espinall. Right beside me, as always, is my boy, Joshua Cole. What's good, guys? Oh, yeah. And uh, right over to the other beside of me, we got our uh, our fantabulous producer, Brian Boss. Say hello to the human beings. Hey. <laughs> All right, back in your hole. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh yeah, we're here to talk about comic books and shit, you guys. But before that, let's get some plugs out of the way. Um, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Joshua, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven on Instagram. Oh yeah, and Brian, get back out of your hole and tell them where they can
2: find you. I'm back uh, at saucy Brian Bossy, or just search the words "bad girl bribery." Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can find him pretty easily. Uh, I don't, You should follow Brian, especially because he cooks on his fucking Instagram stories and they're sick. So get on it. Um, But uh, yeah, with that out of the way, uh, also spoiler alert uh, right off the bat. We're going to get deep into some stuff Um, and we're going to jump right into our manga. Uh, We have Black Clover, Chapter 205, The Truth of 500 Years. Uh, Last we left off. Least turns out to be the giant demon from the very the very beginning of the series that the wizard king defeated. Uh, he's going around, you know, f- destroying stuff. You know, demon yeah, shit. He's wilding out, yeah. Yeah, he's going pretty ham uh, right now. And uh, Lumiere, the first wizard king, is the only one who could stand above uh, stand against him. Uh, he he summons like I don't know if they really describe what his magic is. Like it looks like ma- light magic. Yeah, he probably has yeah.
1: As a form of light magic. Yeah, it's weird because Leashed also does many light magic, so why not?
0: I guess maybe I that's just... how
1: they got cool in the first place.
0: Maybe. Uh, but anyway, they 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 start fighting big giant demon fight. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Sekre is just in the background trying to think about what to do, and Captain Hot Topic is just like, oh yeah, <laughs> demon fight. Um. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty excited about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. The fight goes on. Uh, they're pretty evenly matched. Uh, Lumiere doesn't seem to be like doing a whole ton of damage on him, but uh, you know, Leech isn't having a great time, an easy time with it either. Uh, and he starts to like prepare this weird spear bomb thing uh, that he's his, I guess, his final attack. And then Sekre comes out of nowhere and says, uh, "We should use our magic item that we've been building this whole time." And he's For like, "For peace and equality." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> uh, Let's use it to inflict violence instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean to be not fair, really. But no, uh, <laughs> it, it it
1: plays it, it it plays on what her ability is, which is, you know, locking and unlocking.
0: Right. Well they tried to use it to uh seal up uh the the big demon spirit bomb thing that he's trying to build. Uh it it doesn't really work. It shatters pretty easily. Uh it wasn't able to absorb all the mana that was coming in, but uh Leash stops the ball himself. Uh, the last of his consciousness kind of stops, uh, uh, is, allow- is able to stop the giant demon from doing any more damage, and uh, Lumiere takes the opportunity to stab him with a giant light sword. It's pretty aggressive. Yeah, eh? right? <laughs> Sheesh, right through the chest. And voila, leash is fucking dead. <laughs> and he's the giant demon bones uh, that we've all known.
1: Yeah, his flesh just disintegrates, but the bones stay interesting.
0: Yeah, it's pretty, pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> all things considered. Uh and uh after that, like Captain Hot Topic is just like well uh I lost this one I guess, but uh at least I could take my grimoire. And uh Sekre just shows up with her weird with her magic stones and um she uses all her magic power to seal away uh the Captain Hot Topic demon. And um somehow he's still able to use his magic and he uses... Because uh, he's a beast. I know. guess. But then he uses the uh, his his forbidden magic to send the elf souls into the future. Wh- what? <laughs> What's the point of even trying Does it to ask even, about why? You know, a lot
1: just of th- accept it. It happened. There's a lot of That's things... That's why all these things are transpiring in Asta's time and not, you know, a couple of years from this moment.
0: Yeah, but this is like a pretty... I feel like this... Uh, well, I'll get into this later because this is like a little bit more. I, I feel like this is a, a thing I could talk about it and in Mass as we close out this flashback chapter. Um, F- Sekra notices that uh, Lumiere is dying. Um, he's got like this big fucking wound on his chest that he seems to be walking around still doing stuff with. So uh, how bad is it really, I guess? But uh, Lum- uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks like he's about to die. Well, it's severe enough. He's like standing and he's just like, This is fine. <laughs> yeah, he's a gangster. Don't worry about him. Yeah. You know. Uh Sekret takes it upon herself to seal him away, and that's how he became stone. But it it somehow turns her into Nero the bird. And that's where this flashback ends. Uh she's just been hanging out with the black bulls all this time as Nero. Uh and we cut back to the present where Asta, you know, and Patri, like break through the weird banana plant magic with the super swords yeah with the with the cheat sword (laughs) and they finally come across captain hot topic but they're not alone because lumiere and uh and and secret also arrive at the same exact time and asta ends the chapter by yelling what the heck is going on which is fair uh and that's it that's the end of this one uh
1: yeah the devil guy doesn't seem to uh too worried but he's not really that worried about anything he's a real dick about everything i think <laughs> I, I guess he feels like he won but you know
0: yeah he did kind of get what he wanted he's back in, in true his, that. In the body. Yeah, yeah yeah so hell yeah
1: nah man lumiere is here he's about to put this shit on smash uh all right so what you had to say about this time skip, okay let me hear it. i
0: didn't hate it but i will say yeah Uh, i will say that uh yeah i just felt like uh this is it felt like so rushed this little flashback story for the amount of importance that it had uh i appreciate him not dragging it to be honest see that's the thing is that there's there's never like a happy balance these flashback (laughs) chapters are either really long or too short and this was a very too short type of deal I feel like a lot of shit just got skipped over for the sake. This is the one you wouldn't have mind them taking
1: maybe in, uh, four or five weeks. Well,
0: right? maybe like at least one more chapter. I feel like there was enough <laughs> yeah, material. This I, is that would have been a really long time. This is a big fucking deal. <laughs> I feel like when they were going to... I knew that we were going to eventually explain like the first Wizard King and whatever, but... Uh, what like it, it was so fast. I feel like this flashback is literally like three chapters long, <laughs> and that's the shortest flashback arc I've ever seen. And it feels unwarranted for the amount of shit that's supposed to be explained here.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm getting weird vibes from from this arc. I don't know if he's like wrapping things up or I highly doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it too. Like, it doesn't like it doesn't make sense. But damn, it seems. I just think keep thinking like what's next? <laughs> I mean, <you> know, <laughs> I don't know. What's man. going on after this? I feel but. like this
0: is the curse of General Black Clover and it's uh pacing and it's always very fast. But this is like a detriment to it where we don't really get a whole lot of time to really understand this big ass lore that's supposed to happen. Uh But Oh, I didn't hate it at all. It just felt like it sped by and uh, it felt rushed for some reason when i know he doesn't have to rush it's not like it's not like he has to get anywhere you know he's not ending the series it feels cuz i guess a lot of things i feel like a lot of things still have to happen but uh i don't know what did you think
1: rob black clover yeah overall um i'm to be honest i'm just ready to watch them fight that's why i'm not so <laughs> upset about like the flashback cuz you know i thought about it realistically There's no way he was going to give us two, you know, superstar fights, you know, in that short of a time. I mean, I I think it's possible. I just didn't expect that of him. I have very low standards when it comes to Black Clover. So I'm just ready to see this main fight and see how how it goes down. That's about it, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe I have to read it over. I'm so
1: okay with everything that happened basically because I, I, you're okay with
0: everything like that
3: happens <laughs> in
1: black, <laughs> black clover yeah because you're the one that <laughs> takes everything to heart it's just black this clover is. man he's got anti-magic swords whatever boo yeah exactly this is fine i don't <laughs> hate it i'm just being so let's get to the action man <laughs> you know cool all right
0: uh all right well i guess that was and black. lumiere pulled up so we might see him fight more yeah it's not about the fight i was just like i know what the fuck is I even know. happening uh, why does she turn into a bird? Why does that happen specifically? <laughs> because it was a cute mascot.
1: I guess. And uh they did some retconning.
0: Well who knows? No, Maybe he already planned it. Whatever. Whatever. Black clover. Yeah. Cool. Well let's move on to food war. Shokugeki no knows so much, chapter three hundred and eleven, The Taste of Failure. Um it starts off where we left off last week. Uh so much asks Mana uh Aaron, mom to try his uh his fried rice dish. Uh, and she agrees, but only if they also bring her a bucket so she can vomit her food, <laughs> the food because she expects it to be terrible, disrespectful. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, laughs> we get it. It's very mean. You're a fucking hater. Uh, but yeah, uh, and you know she tries it, and of course it's fucking delicious. She can't even. Yeah, right. Get that. Yeah, yeah. That bucket bullshit. You know, she I orgasms just like everyone else. Yeah, and right. Like pretty heavy too. Look. <laughs> uh, Bodum. And everybody's like, "What, she thought it was good, even though this happens every fucking time <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh they they figure out uh something else there's a hidden component to soma's dish, an even more hidden component and it uh it is in terms of actual technique and the way he prepared this uh i'm gonna I'm gonna refer to my boy resident cook uh Brian Boss, to explain a very short edition of uh is this a thing?" <laughs> Uh here's the deal Brian boss. i right, I'm on back. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh All right, so basically there's a they noticed that the food, the the fried rice dish does not have any aroma to start with like uh and uh they they found out that the reason for it is that uh Soma in his oof mayonnaise he used uh, soft-boiled eggs instead of hard-boiled eggs. Mhm. And uh he he mixed that those eggs with uh homemade mayo and flipped it with the rice until every single grain was covered in sauce.
1: Okay. Every it, grain was covered in that mayonnaise. You mean?
0: Yes. Every single, mm-hmm. every single grain was covered in that mayo. And, uh, it, they, the way they explain it, they say that the sauce acts as, uh, as something of a coating to, uh, to mask the, the aroma until you take a bite out of it. And that's when everything is released.
2: Mm-hmm. Is this a thing? <laughs> um okay yes i feel like there are i probably should have waited to the end to give my full review of the yes or the no here (laughs) let's break it down part by part okay in eggs the whites are what contains sulfur so the whites when cooked that's what gives off that sulfur smell right not the yolks itself so you can go with a soft-boiled yolk the soft-boiled yolk of course that means like you've you got a viscosity there and mm-hmm. it would mix well with whatever in this case it's it's not really a liquid but it's a liquid you know what and i mean
1: yeah yeah like a like a pudding or something yeah i don't know i mean yeah. oil
2: <laughs> has a non-penetrative point without heat i mean mayonnaise is cold yes to some extent yeah i mean that might have to be the last i mean literally he's gonna have to throw it in mayo and then build his dish like i feel like that's Mm-hmm. The move would be, like, so immediate, and then it's out the door. Um, yeah, I feel like aspects of that sound okay to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, like like Chris said earlier, the
1: point I guess they're trying to hammer here is, like, that it was in the technique. And we're going yeah. to explain later, like, that was the whole point, you know, about his mother, like, perfecting the technique. And, and, and she – should I go ahead? Oh, I mean, no, wait,
0: because Ryan also looked up the thing from last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd yeah. like to share his findings.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I would say this is classic soma. That's what he likes to do. He really likes to hide ingredients and show you rice, you know. Mm-hmm. Um number number 2, the thing. Oh yeah, what we were really talking about last week is the simmering and pork belly. Um the sim Are you sure it's simmering and not braising?
0: Uh he doesn't say it's he braising. describes it as simmering. Okay. Uh yeah.
2: Um the way that sprite is used in marinades, uh, what you have is like with with soda pop, or I don't even know how to like specifically say it, so we don't confuse anybody. But in your in your colas, like <laughs> you know what I mean, like just anything carbonated. Yeah, like not carbonated just carbonated, drinks. but like carbonated and sugary. Oh. Like specifically, the reason that you'd use Sprite in there is there's an acidic nature to soda pop, like the real. I don't know. What's the fucking technical term for uh, soda pop? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Okay, <laughs> I don't I think know. you got it. Yeah, All right. soda pop. Just yeah, so know. everyone is like clear, because I know it's colloquial too. Like, what we say is different than anyway. So yeah. everything's clear. Soda water, on the other hand, um, I've been seeing stuff where you where you boil vegetables in it, like you you poach vegetables in it. Um, there is a heavier amount of calcium in that, and the calcium will help impart flavor. It just seems like. Or I think it actually helps relax the protein a little bit. But you're specifically talking about, like, vegetables. I don't know. I don't know how good this thing is because, like, pork belly, just cook it in its own fat. That's how pork belly works. You know what I mean? That's how to get the maximum flavor out of it. I know that he's probably poaching it in... No, because it's soda water.
0: The way he uh, describes it is it's a faster way... Uh, let me find the chat. Uh, like, it's like right here. You just using it as a tool. Long right? story yeah.
2: short, it mm-hmm. wouldn't tenderize the bubbles. That's nothing because when stuff boils, it creates the bubbles too. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's acidic, but like there's more acidic things out there. Like if you're gonna use it for its acidity, you would be like, it makes no sense. Vinegar is more acidic. You know what I mean?
0: Maybe vinegar would. Yeah, he says he uh, he simmered it in sparkling water instead of tap water. The carbon dioxide gives sparkling. Gives sparkling water its carbonation Wait, this the carbon dioxide that gives sparkling water its carbonation Helps break down the fibers in meat N-
2: No yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, checks out. out of here's uh, the thing <laughs> is uh, I mean, I have not tested it firsthand But everything that I can find is pointing to that being not a plausible thing Or not even plausible, but like just ineffective um, And then the other thing that it was used for There it is, it's in my head now this comes up a lot in like Shion, Shio, Dun. I forget what the pork dish is specifically. It's a Chinese pork dish. Mm-hmm. And the reason that they utilize it is um, not because of like imparting anything. So this might be where the split happened from like mythos to the real reason. Mm-hmm. But it seems like they were using it because it was the only safe drinking water. So like you know that it's filtered and good hmm. because it comes up through, you know, natural springs, through rocks and that kind of stuff. So that water is good to go. So you would cook it and then probably the mythos becomes like, well, it kept him alive. But it's like, yeah, because he wasn't drinking dirty water. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) he didn't die of disease because there's disease in this water. But he was going to the spring and getting his own water to simmer his shit in. And then the whole idea behind simmering stuff or like braising stuff is you can use cheaper stuff. So it's kind of points towards more of a peasant thing, too. That would be my idea would be like. Some dude just stayed alive to be 70. (laughs) And they were like, it must be magic. And then kind of that just kept on permeating and (laughs) permeating. But from everything that I've seen, and I've been in a lot of little weird (laughs) corners on Reddit and stuff, like I really went hard on it. I wanted to get into like older cookbooks just to see if it was popping up. But like I literally cannot find anything about that really being true. So you would give it how many... I'm yeah, g-
0: that checks out. After I'm out gonna of give of it
2: one. Yeah, that checks out of, out <laughs> of five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. You heard it here first. Brian Boss, professional cook boy, gives <laughs> <laughs> says it for the most part does not check.
1: out Yeah. So uh, Soma basically doing something that's impossible, which is yeah, pretty par for the course, right? Not, it, dude. It, everything <laughs>
0: everything up to this point has been checked out. Oh, I guess. But you know what? Who Who cares. This is like one stain out of how many? <laughs> so it's not the worst well, thing. He learned it from his mom. Well, we So know, maybe that's where the magic comes in, you yeah. Know? Basically, everybody's shocked that he did this. Uh, like his fucking dish ruled. And um, he explains that uh, his, his dish, he didn't really create this dish on his own. This is something he learned from his mother. Uh, his mother, this dish is one of his mother's utter failures. Then uh, we get a little flashback to actually meet Soma's mom. Uh, and this is my favorite part of the chapter. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, Soma's mom has always been a, a thing. She's never really even been talked about that much until this point. So it, it was always a strange mystery about who she was and where she came from and all that stuff. Um, we learned that uh, so- Soma's mom's name is uh, Tamako Yukihira. Uh, she used to work at the in the same diner that, you know, that Soma grew up in. Uh, she was a cook there but uh the difference was that she was a terrible cook she was not good at all and but she had uh she had this uh tenacity she didn't really accept failure as defeat uh she would just take it in stride the way Soma does uh a lot of the time whenever he doesn't do like when he whenever he makes a dish he's not the same in his father where like she's not the same as his father where she's sadistic about it but she's more like just able to brush things off uh it's a really admirable quality. Uh, it's really these flashback scenes are just scenes of her being, like, okay with failure. Like, d- being a terrible chef and everybody's everybody likes her. She's got just, like, this great personality despite the fact that she's a terrible cook.
1: I mean, it helps me have the world's best cook, like, you know, yeah. cleaning up your mess.
0: Yeah. Uh, and Soma kind of, like, would learn to from her, uh, even though she was a terrible cook. But the thing that she in- he inherited from her was... His ability to turn failure into into learning experiences uh, which is very much the overall plot of shokugeki no soma it's just learning through failure and and trying to you know be at peace with failure it's a very it's a big message that touches home with me in particular Uh, so i very much enjoy this (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: i love soma's mom yeah she's
1: (laughs) yeah she's she's one of the best
0: I wonder if we're going to get more of her because they don't really explain what happened to her when yeah, she died. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's uh, Yeah, I don't dead. think they're going to leave us hanging like that. I hope not. Uh, but, yeah, the, uh, it's cool. It's really cool that uh, Soma kind of inherited the best of his two parents, you know? Like, Joe Ichiro's skill in the kitchen and his mom's, like, willpower and tenacity in the kitchen. So, yeah, it's moments like this that I love in, Sh- in Shogugeki no Soma. And it hasn't been for a very long time. So very high on this chapter up to this point um but uh alas we got to get back to the conflict he's like who needs failure everybody hates who wants to fail blah 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 you know I uh, <laughs> I I'm the best chef the best chef has no need to know a failure and then um he's interrupted by the sound of uh the the gifting the, the thing that all the uh the knockery people do where they either make people naked or they get naked themselves I guess it's his mom. It's her mom doing the thing, this time. So yeah, they it, it ends there. But what do you think
1: is is, is happening to the people?
0: <sighs> it, yeah, they say it isn't the normal gifting. So I don't know. I I have I can't even conceive. I think that <laughs> everyone's gonna have like a
1: three piece suit on or something.
0: Like the, she's <laughs> that would be really funny. Everybody, <laughs> it's, I'd like that. Wait, who was it? Who I think isn't it? Uh, Erna uh, Alice's dad, who does that, where he has like a gifting thing. I remember his thing was like so he ha- he had a reaction to food as well. I just don't remember. Well, exactly he would he would get naked. Would he? I thought his thing was uh, the gifting. So yeah, remember <laughs> remember when um, it was during the
1: Moon Festival and Megumi, uh, you know, made a dish and he said, "Oh, it didn't
0: make me do the you know." Oh no, that's grand. That's the grandfather. Where oh, he are you gets? I'm talking about, I'm talking about uh, the dude. Remember when uh, Hayama and and Soma went off, what uh, faced off, and it was like I think Alice's dad or something. Oh, him. Yeah, he, I think he had a, like a gifting. I don't remember what it was, but whatever. Nah, I can't even conceive it. about what nude. thing He's it's. not even a Nikiri Yeah, he's married. He's well, yeah, he's married into the family, I guess. I thought that was a bloodline thing. Who no 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 no? Like I think a guy. No, no. I I no, he is a Nakiri, but her is mom he? her mom isn't. Her mom is Danish.
1: No, that's the that's Alice.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Alice's husband is Are oh, you talking about him? Yeah. He was there? Yeah, he was the judge for uh, Hayama's oh, thing. Oh, okay, so. okay. I was completely lost, man. Yeah, it's kinda, so it's it happened a while ago. All right, all right. But anyway, I can't even conceive what do you you think is three three-piece suits all around? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's going to be fly. <laughs> that would be pretty Fedoras cool. I'm down Shiny <laughs> shoes Yeah because we all know Fedoras equal fly <laughs> Every time Every time <laughs> But that was Shogu igno- I feel like I love 50% of every show <laughs> much chapter that happens That was very well said I guess it's a uh, It's a It's a good ratio For a story that I guess has Outstayed its welcome <laughs> But uh, Yeah Very positive Love the message uh, Moving on to Samurai 8 the new series is, is back with uh, chapter two uh, Visitor from the Sky. Uh we uh we start off with this first of all, we get a cover color page, title page thing, and it is gorgeous. I love the colors yeah, on this. Yeah, it, it
1: it looks really small. Yeah.
0: We haven't got like an illustration thing from this series, uh, because the color pages that usually start off every series is uh was just like part of the story, but this is just a nice sick illustration. Uh, everything's like drawn really nice. Uh, the colors are beautiful into it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to say, uh, we start off with, uh, Hachi. He's eating takoyaki and I guess we found his equivalent to Naruto's ramen. Yeah. <laughs> For now anyway. Yeah. I mean, it was his first time trying it. Yeah. He's, this is the first time he's eaten food, like actual food. That oh yeah. That was an IV, right? Yeah. That, that wasn't in an Sheesh. IV drip. Sheesh. Uh, so... He's uh, he's really enjoying himself. I've had, have you had takoyaki before? Never. I have. Is there mayonnaise in it? Uh, I'm not.
1: I don't remember. Does it have sauce on it? It has sauce. It's usually mayonnaise. If it's not soy sauce,
0: <laughs> well, Brian Boss. <laughs> 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 Does takoyaki have mayo in it? Uh,
2: that's the that's the balls, the fish yeah, balls, the, fried the fish, the balls. Octopus uh, balls. fried octopus balls. Oh man, <laughs> you're gonna oh, have shit. to give me a second to make a ruling. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, my heart says yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was a a frozen box of them at my at my job, and um, someone served it and then put the sauce that it came with on top of it, and right before I took a bite, I was like, "Yo, is that mayonnaise on this shit?" And the nigga, and the guy said, "Yeah." <laughs> like uh, like yeah man like like i was about to be excited about that or something no <laughs> josh hates That's mayo. Gave that shit right back to him i should have threw it in the garbage but you know
2: all right sometimes there's mayo on it <laughs> <laughs> sometimes sometimes josh maybe I'll there's not so much mayo, mayo but he
1: gave me one more mayo and i was fucked up
0: yeah they're not bad uh, i'm not really a fish guy but i i, I enjoy takoyaki. okay uh, I' try it yeah. but anyway, that was our takoyaki review uh, <laughs> back to the uh the series at hand uh
1: he had to drink pressed apples
0: just so he can have bowel movements oof yikes, imagine that's your life man you're just uh you're just stuck in your house his house didn't seem to have walls either, so that sucked extra um <laughs> but yeah he's uh he's having a great time eating uh and uh he he decides to take uh Hayataro out for his first walk. He's gonna see the world, finally. Um, and uh, his dad's mad, worried. Yeah, I would be too. I would
1: have said, "Like, I'm, I'm coming with you." Well, this kid I has would.
0: superpowers now.
1: Everybody has superpowers. Not everybody. A lot
0: of people do. Well, he's got extra superpowers because he's a robot now, and a lot of samurai aren't. Yeah,
2: but uh, I guess. But yeah, he uh, he puts. I'm just down, saying,
0: I wouldn't have done that personally. <laughs> Uh, dad always worries. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he puts on uh, he puts uh, his sword back on on a shelf. His model sword. Uh, he
1: his model sword that can be used as a real sword. Yeah, if because he's for some
0: to it. Yeah, he's for some reason still doesn't believe that he can't he can use them as an actual sword. So he's <laughs> like, I'll I'll let uh, Darami use them as walking sticks, which is nice, which is considerate of him uh so he tries he starts to head off on his adventure and daruma stops and is like take this fucking sword with you and um he he argues like I c- it's just a model sword but he's like i cut a teacup with it take it with you and uh to prove its value uh, H- uh hachi te- takes it and cuts a teacup in half himself with it which is uh pretty easy apparently <laughs> he uh but again he does have superpowers, so who knows uh Then uh, Daruma says, a samurai is a person of action. One who makes assumptions and does nothing might as well be wearing underwear on his head. It's very, uh, I guess, a very deep sentence hidden in a comedic. Yeah, it's
1: really, yeah, it's very roundabout way of saying uh, you got
0: to try. Yeah, you can't just, uh, yeah, yeah, don't assume before you try. Uh, Then we cut to pretty, pretty abruptly. We cut to the bad guys, I guess, of this little mini arc. Uh, This fat dude in a pig shogun. Armor thing and his two little fat piggy henchmen. <laughs> <and> oh, you <laughs> know, I never
1: noticed the henchman, man. Yeah,
0: they're right One's around. a pig. The other one's uh, a pig, a pig too. Yeah, yeah, no, they're all pigs. This is their this is their theme. They're big pig boys, and uh, they're they're hanging out in this tank, just being reckless. I think they just killed a bunch of people too. There's like people strewn yeah, about their tank. And stuff. I don't know. I don't even know where they are. They're just shooting out randomly, and they decide to just. Keep shooting, and you would have let your son just go yeah, out there th- in this world. I huh? couldn't possibly know that this for the first time. This fat pig boy is in there trying to just shooting everything he can. I mean, you definitely wouldn't have known not going with him. All right, but you wouldn't have guessed this specific situation either. So, whatever. And this kid's like <laughs> fourteen. I'm gonna keep him in his house. Boy, he, this is his first time. <laughs> <you> <laughs> he has a big, he has a big, giant dog. So look at the dumb shit he gets himself into in this. Yo, all it's right. not dumb shit. He, This is the most harmless thing he, fall, he fell into. Like he got bes- lucky. Yeah. And it was still weird. No, he didn't get lucky. He had superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to live. But anyway, we, what we're talking about is... Uh, yeah, Hayataro takes uh, – well, Hachi takes uh, Hayataro off for a walk, and it turns out Hayataro can fly. Uh, he's just flying around. They get a little montage where he's finally seeing the world. It's very nice.
1: It's, uh, it's actually – I don't know. I didn't like this two-page spread. It looks real sloppy. I thought it was nice. It doesn't make me think, oh, look at this wondrous world. I didn't, I'm didn't. i just like, wow, there's a lot going on. That's all I think about.
0: I like it. My I being, think it's
1: – uh I being uh, Debbie Downer here?
0: I'm looking at it, uh, Not yeah. Too I, critical. I think it's good. I mean, I don't know. I get it, but. These little islands look cool up there. I mean, I guess. Yeah, the but floating islands. And, um, I don't know. I think I, I like the aesthetic. I think it's just a display of this guy's art. Like, I think he's just, uh, maybe this is like a little training, but I like it. I yeah, know. that's a good way to think about it. I mean, maybe. You know, Who knows? But it's a good one. But this is cut short immediately after, uh, <laughs> one of the stray tank things uh, hits Hayataro in the wing, and is that what happened? I think so. I think that's what's implied because they they're shooting at random, so one of their one of their giant tank bullet things must have hit uh, Hayataro a stray bullet. Yeah,
1: that that's what makes the most sense. I I thought that he just messed up the flying because you know it was the first
0: time and all, but yeah, but he's not steering the dog. Too. The dog is the one. Yeah, who's it's trying.
1: his first time
0: too. This dog seems to know what it's doing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, he get, he gets shot. Uh, Haya, uh, Hachi falls. And uh, we cut to the Samurai Dojo of the Kasha style. Uh, where we meet uh, a new character, everybody. Uh, there is, uh, a new character with apparently no gender. So <laughs> this is going to be hard to refer to. Uh, we're introduced to this guy. Uh, he'll be known as a Nana... On Nanashi, Nanashi, sorry. Uh, he's a character, no gender. He he has talking hands too, so that's pretty cool. Uh, his talking hands are, uh, we, we open them with like kind of arguing over who he is. Uh, we learn slightly about him. Uh, w- the right hand uh, claims that this guy, uh, Nanashi's he- dream is to become a great bushi warrior. But the left hand uh, says that his dream their dream is to uh to grow into a beautiful woman and fall in love and be happy uh and that's when um oh wait well i guess they confirm i guess they confirm he's a boy i just noticed this where he's like the right hand says don't be ridiculous he's a man and the left hand says only in physical terms maybe but she's a girl at heart so
2: i guess he's a boy (laughs) i
0: guess he is uh he's a boy Okay. So okay, I missed that then. Uh So yeah, that's when uh, Hachi falls into the through the roof and they finally meet uh Nanashi and them. Uh Nanashi uh H- Hachi asks uh this is going to be a little hard to get used to these names. They're very new characters in yeah, my heart. Yeah. That's why I've been This going to be a I little don't even rough remember their names. Uh
1: Hachimaru was the main character. Hachimaru is the, the main, main kid. character in is Nanashi. Nanashi is uh this new person. Yeah,
0: apparently uh according to Nanashi, uh Hachimaru ended up landed in uh, Sector 7 of the Castle Town, which is the Yasha style dojo. It's a samurai school essentially. And uh he Hachi's excited to meet to meet him because he, you know, it's a samurai dojo and he's a samurai. He he's always wanted to be a samurai, so he's uh He's happy to be there. He asks uh, Nanashi his name, and that's when uh, Nanashi starts to get a little shy and uh, allows his right hand to speak for him. Uh, the right hand says that it's uh, he's always wanted to be a samurai, but he's never tried. He assumed that he's just not going to be any good at it, so he's never tried. And uh, the left hand says that they've lived there as long as he can remember, so he doesn't uh, he doesn't have a name. And he's never really given himself one because he's not exactly sure what gender he is, which kind of makes sense when you think about it. As, if you're like someone who's grown up. With no parents, it seems like no physical contact with any living being at all. Uh, the concept of gender will probably not. You probably not know exactly what it means. Uh, I guess i
1: I i don't have a comment on that. No, what? <laughs> I don't want to be too opinionated on it. No, come on. Be free. Listen, I feel like whatever you're born as, you know, if you're a male or female, all that means is the way you reproduce. And it means nothing else. You know, so in my opinion, if you look down and see uh penis and some nuts, that just means you're a male. It means nothing else other than that. You know, it means that you can live your life and have fun and. Live it to the fullest however you choose as long as you're not, like, you know, harming others and stuff.
3: Yeah.
0: You know? Uh, I think uh, the thing is, like, he doesn't know. I guess they're trying to make the argument here that he's he doesn't know what gender is, I guess. He's,
1: I mean, Like, he it, doesn't understand it, the concept
0: uh, of a man and a woman.
1: Yeah, within the frames of, of this comic itself, yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, somebody's still writing this. So mm-hmm. I just kind of, I just don't like, I don't know. I don't care for it, to be honest. That's why I don't have much of an opinion. I'm just like, eh, whatever. Nah, I'm not, uh, I'm not too focused on that aspect of this char- uh, of this character. It's it's to me, it's more interesting that this person is literally just acting as if there's three people. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> no, if his we hands aren't literally that. talking. No, they're not. Yeah, they're. It's him. Is it? No, he's, he's got talking. Robot hands. You don't see what he's saying? Yeah, they have cool robot design hands or whatever, but. Look he's literally saying that he's talking to himself. He's the one that's been moving his mouth and and changing his voice. He has like a multi personality syndrome thing going on, which is way cooler than
0: no he gender
1: identity confusion in my opinion
0: he uh no he's uh, he says here that uh he talks to his hands, but his hands i don't know man i- i mean I guess I bought it because uh. These, there's a lot of cyborgs, and I think this kid is like one yeah, of them. Yeah, for sure. I thought so. I,
1: I didn't want to believe that this kid was all the way off the deep end from the jump. But then, like, I kept reading. I said, "Oh, yeah, this this dude's wild. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's crazy. That's him talking to himself. I mean, hey, you know, live your life. But he's definitely not normal.
0: <laughs> uh, not clinically. I mean, I guess. Uh, I guess. Uh, we'll we'll be getting a little clarity on it as uh, as the series goes as to about his hands (laughs) i don't know i have a feeling but whatever basically he uh he reveals that he just really doesn't go outside hachi's the first person he's ever met um and all he does is pretty much stay inside and play the samurai video games that uh i guess daruma (laughs) designed at some point Uh, yeah that i I don't know yeah it is the same yeah it's confirmed to be the same game I,
1: i wasn't sure at first but um Wow, this person really is interesting because why are they in this scenario in the first place? Yeah, you know what's what, what was so weird about him from the jump that you had no recollection of human interaction. That means that as when he when he was an infant, it was confirmed something was crazy about this kid.
0: Well, I like this kid in a in a in this roof uh, this attic. It seems and um, yeah, just and he video he gets games. food from uh, from a holder, so he doesn't get food from humans. It's just an unaccompanied pet holder that comes to him and brings him food every day. Oh. Uh so he does he literally has zero human contact from as far as he can remember. Uh Nanashi. Uh, Nanashi. He is uh, which means nameless in uh, in Japanese. Mm. Uh that's why he calls himself that. He doesn't really have a name. No one named him. He just called himself Nanashi which means nameless. Uh so yeah, he says that he he says that he's the second ranked uh, player in the Samurai game. Mm-hmm. Nobody could beat this guy except for apparently one person. And um, Hachi offers to play him, but Nana she is a piece of shit about
1: it. He is pretty condescending, like but not overly O-B-ing. condescending. Yeah, no, no. It's I think no. I think it's worth mentioning. Like he's just basically saying like I don't think it's worth it, man. It's not going to be fun. I'm yeah. going to smoke you. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, <laughs> being, uh, I'm being. <laughs> I'm being
0: extra about it. He's not like the worst <laughs> person about it. He's just like a shut-in. Was he was pretty snobby, though. <laughs> yeah, he's but he is a shut-in, and he hasn't had, he's had zero human interaction up to this point. So uh, all he does is play with this one person online, and um, the other the high other highest ranked and um, Hachi Hachi uh, introduce uh, throws him a bet. He's like, if we uh, we'll play a round of this samurai fighting game. If you win, uh, if if you win, I'll leave. If you lose. We have to go outside together, and uh, and Nana she's like, "There's no point. We shouldn't do it because you're you're gonna lose. I'm gonna win." And um, and uh, the the theme comes back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you try, if you never draw your blade from its sheath, you'll never know how finely it can cut. You gotta try. Yeah. Don't be scared to take the chance. Yeah. So they play the game, and Hachi uh, <laughs> beat him easy. Yeah, caught him.
1: Quoting with it, <laughs> yeah, nice little combo. Actually, the shit out of I like you know. I really like the the. What do you say? A step cancel into an option select in consecutive frame. Like that's real, you know, gaming lingo. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It sounds like anything. more so like Street Fighter or like Tekken, maybe.
0: Yeah, this is outside but, uh, of my range, but <laughs> no, it was it was just cool. I yeah,
1: like no, the, no, I like it's the cool. attention to detail, and you know, he he was you know, Nanashi was looking at Hachimara like like. Like bro, you don't, like you don't, you can't relate to me. Like I, you know, you don't, you don't understand me. Because he wasn't really, like, well, he told him that he had to go outside. And he wasn't feeling that shit at all. <laughs> and and Hachimaro, you know, he was a shut in. Yeah. Before you know, he couldn't go out, and he didn't even get the chance to tell him about his life. He was just like, you know what? All right, let me play you. Oh yeah, so it turned out he was number one, right? Yeah, yeah so. it's re- it's
0: revealed <laughs> after he beats uh, Nanashi. Uh, Hachi is just like, I'm the actual number one player, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what what at now the, yeah after at collecting his body yeah and uh yeah and then Hachi just kind of explains his backstory to him at that up to that point uh and he he finally convinces him to go outside uh Nanashi goes outside after um Hachimaru basically says uh I I've had kind of a shit day but the best part about it is meeting you I have a friend now uh I've got lucky to meet a person I've been playing forever, I've actually ever always wanted to meet. So yeah, I have a. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad I met you, which is very nice.
1: Yeah, it was really nice. It, you know, it was a lot of development there. Ha, ha, Hachimaru went out for, for the first day ever and
0: found a just, friend. Yeah,
1: like he just fucking rocked that life. I mean, obviously, I guess he, he, there was nothing to worry about, but. I don't know, man. I would have still been there for my kid.
0: <laughs>
1: None of this shit would have went down, that's for
0: sure. <laughs> so I got, maybe there's a lesson learned there. And uh, the chapter kind of ends. Uh, Nana, she goes outside. They meet up with Hayataro. Hayataro just finds them pretty easy. But he has a dog. So I guess he can, uh, he's can. he got that nose, dog. Yeah, why not? And uh, that's when uh, the bad guys just barge into the city. And uh, they plan on taking taking down the uh the dojo that they're hanging out at. And uh I guess next week we're going to see a confrontation. Um, we're probably going to get to see Nanashi's powers. So hell yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Overall, I like this chapter. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was dope. There's a lot of morals this week. Uh, we're learning a lot uh about life, you know. This is a uh, this is a good uh this is a good message to put out. Uh I think the thing with Nanashi's thing with gender I'm not I'm not one of these people who are like yeah, we need we need to spread messages. You know, I'm not like yeah, yeah. I can, I don't usually like harp on themes so much when I read manga, but I think this is something that doesn't happen in manga. So not it's in a, straight up shonen ones. Yeah, like that in
1: the spotlight like that. Yeah. So,
0: and it, I feel like this is a unique approach to it. So I'm I'm willing I'm 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 interested. I really like uh, I think Kishimoto is tackling this in a very unique way. So I'm into it uh i don't hate it so i, I know, and i hope his hands really do talk <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I hope so too cuz i think that's I hope super it is cool i think it's very funny than
1: just being a psycho yeah but yeah but who knows uh clinically insane
0: but yeah that was uh, samurai 8 uh we're going to move on to doctor stone chapter 105 the island's greatest beauty last we last we left off uh we met the first uh native of this new of treasure island and it's uh this this villager lady who's been collecting seashells. Uh they're about to get the jump on her, but then she's uh she's ambushed by three suitors who were asking her to marry them. And uh she just bullshit's them. <laughs> uh, she's just like uh you know, she, she apparently she's supposed she was chosen to be part of this master's harem. So I guess the boss of this uh of this island and the the dude responsible for uh turning everybody into stone. And uh she she basically bullshits these dudes away so they they fear the master and you know, she's able to do she's able to go on her way. Uh after they're gone, uh Senku's Sa- Senku and the rest are like, Yeah, now we have uh maybe we have a common enemy we can get they're just like trying to plot ways to get the information out of her. And Senku just walks up to her and asks her, Hey, where's the Soyuz capsule? That's what they're looking for, right? That has the platinum? Yeah, okay. Pretty much. And she's just like shocked because she's never seen these people. Uh, she at first thinks that they're the uh, that they're the uh, the master's henchmen. Uh, she gets a look at Soyuz, and then she mistakes him to f- to be the master because uh, c- I guess she's never seen him before. And she immediately just starts to seduce him, <laughs> and uh, S- Soyuz is knocked out immediately because he is very attracted to her yeah he can't handle it a couple minutes later we find uh, she learns that they're not they're not the master. Kohaku makes this like off joke about how Senku's pro- like technically their master cuz he's their leader. And then she immediately just gloms onto him instead and tries to seduce him but little does she know Senku is asexual as fuck.
1: Yeah, it, it, that was funny. He they said uh, like wow, before, you know, until civilization is restarted, he's just like not
0: going to care about that. I think Sanku is overall just he's not attracted to anybody. So he's just all he loves is science. Yeah, I can i take that. He's still pretty young too. Yeah. Uh, But he doesn't give a shit and she's just like shocked that her charms are he's immune to his charms. Uh, Yeah, she's mortified. Can't believe it. uh, But they're uh, they're cut off by uh, screams coming from her village. Uh, All the village's men are gathered together. They're about to start a riot on the master because they don't want uh this girl uh, whose name is uh is Amarillis uh whose that sounds sounds like one of my cousins <laughs> it's a, that's a it's a quite dominican name uh, amarillis uh yeah so she she gets worried because if they go to if they storm the master's palace then they all run the risk of turning into stone uh Kohaku offers to, to cut them all down but uh they Senku has a better alternative. He just pulls out tear gas and tear gasses these people. Yeah, I like how they explain like, hey, uh, we didn't just pull this out of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, we made tear gas on top of the blacklight and the magnifying glass. Yeah. yeah, Uh, They're
1: really resourceful. mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, I I, I accept it,
0: you know? I I
1: don't... this series is really good for that. There's no uh hey out of nowhere. Everything is explained. They they make sure to say hey, no shortcuts. Yeah, this is a little quick they how-to
0: on how to make tear gas, which is great for kids. <laughs> uh You gotta gotta cook up some sea seashells. <laughs> some acetone. Oh shit, man. Uh we cut we got to a couple minutes later, everything's calmed down and uh, Amaryllis uh, reveals that she knows the secret behind the petrifying beam. Uh, her plan was to doll herself up and make herself attractive to the master so uh, she can infiltrate him and defeat him from the inside. But uh, now that she has Senku there, uh, she asks, please help me save my village and defeat the master. And that's where the chapter ends. We get this little like box that says, the island's greatest beauty Amaryllis has joined the party. Very video game-esque. Yeah, I like that. Uh, overall, good chapter. Uh, pretty uh, interesting overall. This is just like a little transitional chapter, like exposition-esque chapter. I feel like we're going to get a little bit more explanation as to the threat they're up against. But uh, overall, not bad. Uh, just a standard regular chapter. Yeah, she ain't a sweet girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's bright about it. Hell yeah. Uh, okay, so we're down both One Piece and Promise Neverland today.
1: Sad. Yeah, I didn't even notice, to be honest. Yeah, me too. I, I, Especially not Promise Neverland. Well,
0: I noticed it, but I'm like, I, I, I had to look back. I looked at the last chapter and it says May 26th. And I'm like, no, I miss one piece. Yeah, man, that sucks. He takes, yeah, he, I feel he like gets he ta- like one
1: of those every four weeks or something.
0: Yeah, I think he gets one break a month. He's earned it, I, I guess. Mean, I think, uh, yeah, I feel like uh, Shonen Jump is just calmed down. Where they used to overwork these guys forever. And now they're just like, all right, we got to give them breaks here and there. Especially Oda, who's like older, I guess. Yeah, that that makes, you know, a lot of sense.
1: I'm not going to complain. It's yeah, just, neither mind. Know, uh, something's missing, you know. Yeah,
0: so we're going to jump straight to My Hero Academia, chapter 228, uh, Wounded Soul. Uh, we start off where we left off last week. Dobby is facing off against the ice guy. Ice uh, climber. Yeah. When <laughs> <like> the <laughs> where's his ham at? Uh there's uh they fight for a while. It's uh, she, the ice guy is different from Todoroki. He doesn't manifest he doesn't like manifest ice from his body. He just controls ice, any kind of ice from anywhere. And uh he makes this giant ice dragon to fight uh Dobby. They have this big ass uh superhero, supervillain clash. Uh and we cut to uh twice who found uh who on toga uh stuck in uh who's like resting in the shed uh and he's panicking because he feels really bad uh toga is the person who's felt closest to him in the whole league so he's freaking out that she might be dying and stuff so she's very he's very worried and uh as he's freaking out uh these these dudes start to creep up behind him uh and we cut to your favorite guy josh he's just out here he says a toga still lo- lives. But yeah,
1: for- he, I like that. He just, you know, he gave me a little reassurance. Yeah, thing.
0: he says a toga still lives, but for curious' sake, she must
1: die. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, I don't like it. <laughs> but I'm just saying that. The, no, it makes sense. That makes total
0: sense, man. He's uh, he's, he's sharp. He goes on to describe Jinbu Bai A.K.A. Twice Meta Ability Double, in exact, in a. In a sense, the exact opposite of Toga. A man who cloned himself and nearly died doing so. A man who's lost sight of what makes him an individual. Living as you were meant to live and liberating your meta ability gave you nothing but a wounded soul. And it turns out, it's revealed that the people that are creeping up behind him are clones of Twice, which is hugely traumatic to him because, (laughs) as we all remember, Jin was (laughs) nearly murdered by his doubles that he created
1: yeah and one of the wildest uh flashbacks i've ever read or or watched a yeah. scene in my life man <laughs> I yeah i wasn't it's pretty expecting dark. that shit from him and this yeah is, this is a yeah they're, they're explaining his ability right yeah
0: it's especially traumatic because he's already kind of breaking his mask is the thing that is uh keeping him together and you can see that it's kind of ripped on the top so he's already freaking out and losing himself a little bit and now that he's seeing like actual doubles of himself it's really triggering him pretty hard right now. Uh, and the chapter ends where we learned this guy, uh, Josh's favorite character in the whole series, is his name Just Tomoyasu
1: think- Chikazoku. Yeah. Tomoyasu. Uh, MLA. You see what his last, the last four? Yasu. Oh, R.I.P. I to knew. a real one. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Tomoyasu. Yeah, he's not going to lose this fight. I'm letting you know that right now. Twice is going to win. I. There's no way. I got my boy twice. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna get it in. I think he's gonna learn something new about himself and get over a fear. I think that that's what this fight's gonna be about. But he's still gonna get his ass whooped by my nigga Tomayasu, and then Shigaraki's <laughs> gonna have to come by and disintegrate everyone. And then he's gonna be like, oh, how did you know they wasn't mean? He's like, oh, I don't care. Watch. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Watch. Exactly.
0: All right. Put that on everything. All right. Uh, his, uh, h- we learned that his, um uh, his quirk is anthropomorph, uh, he has the ability to transform fridges, desks, and other human sized objects into puppets. He can control.
1: That was really weird. Yeah. When I first read it, like, um, does that, it- <laughs> so
0: basically he could take yeah. this desk and he could turn it into a person. That's
1: anything that's relative to the size of a human. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For the most part. Mm-hmm. maybe it's a it's a matter of like you have to have enough matter to make it that shape. yeah i feel like this is just one water of the bottles not enough this know? is just
0: one of the weird conditions that uh that horikoshi puts on his quirks sometimes
1: that's what makes it which good, is great though. uh this is very unique i like power. the clear
0: and hard
1: uh um uh weaknesses or i guess you could say uh
0: caveats to like their abilities
1: yeah i like it i like how there's a a plus and a minus to it.
0: Anyway. Uh, I'm very excited. I can't wait to see twice. Twice is probably yeah. This is my, gonna be yeah. This is gonna be a list. Twice fight. is actually probably my favorite uh, League of villain guy, uh, aside from Spinner, of course. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I'm glad I ain't had to say it. Um, but yeah,
1: Spinner, this guy and Magnus was top three. I uh, I
0: like Mr. Compress. I think Mr. Compress is a, is a is a
1: gentleman and a
0: scholar. Yeah, and a
1: gangster. <laughs> He's got all three, man.
0: Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was our manga. I feel like every chapter was shorter than usual this week. We sure spent a hell of a long time on them, I, except for <laughs> I guess except for Samurai Eight, which was the no, longest. No, yeah, that was thirty-three all. pages. Yeah, so yeah. So it I gave us feel there's like,
1: a whole bunch of uh, weirdo action there.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're gonna move on to our uh, American comics, starting with Action Comics one thousand and eleven.
1: Let me tell you what we're gonna start with. We're gonna start with this iPad. We are moving up, <laughs> even though it's a previous generation. Uh, <laughs> We're moving laterally.
0: <laughs> We're staying uh, exactly where we are. Is <laughs> it? But uh while you pull it up there, I have it up here already. So uh I'm just going to start uh chapter 1011. We start off in uh Metropolis, I guess, and uh you know, the the head the the head uh the head of police Maggie Sawyer, uh she bursts in uh into this apartment of this lady who turns out to be manhunter. Uh, former agent of Spiral. I don't know who the, I don't know. It, she was me? a character in, uh, in Grayson's series, in Tom King's That's That's good. Uh, was,
1: was his, was that a really good uh, series? I have,
0: I think maybe the first couple issues of it. Uh, I didn't keep up with it because of money at the time. I swear it didn't sound interesting at all. Like it's to me, a, it's a result series from uh, Forever Evil where Dick Grayson was a spy. Yeah, as a result of faking his death. Yeah. And Tom King wrote a thing about it. Uh, and it's uh, four volumes long. Oh, that was it's Tom King, King
1: that wrote the Spiral yeah. stuff.
0: Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. I haven't. I haven't read. It. I haven't kept up with it at all. So, but I do know that a uh, Manhunter, who is a classic DC character, uh, and she's back as a Manhunter here. She gets. It is she ever. a villain? No, she's uh, Agents of Spiral, so she's like a good guy. I guess she's kind of Punisher esque. Oh, okay. So, uh, no, that that helps that. Help that helped a lot, actually. Yeah, I don't know a whole ton about Manhunter, but I do know in this, uh, in since the new Fifty Two started, she has been an agent of Spiral. Uh, nice. She gets uh, run up by the police, but she breaks out pretty <laughs> easily because she's the fucking Manhunter with uh, superpowers, essentially. So uh, she kicks all of these policemen's asses, uh, and she escapes. She gets into her suit, and she uh, she runs away. She's also a lawyer, which is cool. Uh, we cut back to London where Superman just lost Lois Lane. He's freaking out a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's having a whole fucking panic attack. Yeah. He's like, oh, fuck Lois. And, uh, we cut, and, uh, turns out she's fine. Uh, very next page, she's like just down on the ground level. And she's like, I'm okay. Uh, Tiger just left. Uh, he just left me here. All is well. Uh, he, uh, she explains what happened. Uh, Basically after Superman leaves to uh to get rid of the giant man bomb that uh, that arrived in London uh Lois Lane had a conversation with Tiger. He basically gives her all of the information that he has on Spiral. Tiger was the guy that um
1: they met up with in the previous uh action
0: comics. Yeah, other agent of Spiral. Uh turns out uh she apparently uh Spiral had notice of uh a s- of Leviathan coming. They knew all along, and they just seem to have done nothing about it. So now they're yeah, they
1: punked the fuck out, yo. Yeah, they,
0: he literally says like they just said they cut their losses and said ah, we out, we deal <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll deal with this later, and it's come to bite them in the ass. But now uh, now Lois has all the information possible. She calls into Perry. That we cut back to the present. Tiger ran away, and and uh, Superman and Lois call Perry White, uh, editor of uh, the Daily Planet, to see if they can run the story. And Perry White, because journalism, is like, we need a second source. We can't just run with this shit. Uh, so they uh, they run to find a uh, second source, and they meet up with the Huntress to, because she was also an agent of Spiral. And she's uh, they're asking her, would it be helpful? Can we use this story? Uh, can we run this story? And she's like, up to you, fam. <laughs> it's... Uh, this is probably going to fuck up the world seeing this how
1: spiraled. Yeah, there's a lot of weight on this show. There's as far as, like, uh, you know, th- that's what I like about action comics. Th- that it takes their job into. I feel like it's a throwback. I don't know if they've always done that with the Superman story. Maybe because yeah, I'm new to it. Whenever but,
0: they started. Whenever uh, Superman and Lois do these, like, kind of journalistic type stories, they always do take into account all the responsibilities that come with being a journalist, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it shows them how, you know, how they got to balance the. The real life response. I like it. Yeah, it's a real
1: thing. It's super yeah. realistic, even though it's highly unrealistic what's happening around. Yeah. You know, man you know there's like the kernel stuff. of truth
0: within all the absurdity. Yeah. People uh, with jobs named Tiger. Yeah. Never it's see a code it name. He's not born Tiger. Just saying. Uh, I mean, do you know any? No. Right. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, back at the Fortress of Solitude, uh, Waller has escaped. She left. <laughs> she beat up Jimmy Olsen and bounced. And just yeah, so she's Batman, right? She's
1: she's female Batman? Is that what I we're guess, supposed yeah. to believe of Amanda Waller now? Pretty much. And was this always the case by the way? Was she always this nifty and
0: Yeah. You know, she's uh she's a crafty lady. She uh she's she's an evil crafty lady.
1: And she figured uh, out Kryptonian technology.
0: I guess. I'm just want I well, just want to make to sure fair, we're on the same page. Uh there's a pot that, you know, I can buy the fact that uh Waller probably has, has like some knowledge of Kryptonian technology, because she she her job is to study all these people, in event
1: like in the event. That yeah, that crazy. makes sense. It's so, if it's there on the planet and somebody else could figure it out, she could find a way to get it. Yeah, out.
0: is she like a brilliant genius? I didn't know, but she can figure it out. Yeah, that's her thing, right? She just knows people. She just. Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, there's a lot of in-
1: relationships, and she knows her shit from those.
0: She's basically Nick Fury, but a dick yeah, about yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: You know, yeah. I'm, I got to put a little bit more respect on her name. Yeah, anyway, she's great. So she broke anyway. out of the fortress of solitude because that's her thing, and, uh, and she takes Batman's escape like pod.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, takes Batman's escape pod. Even Lois is like, Batman, just leave shit here, and, and Superman's like, Batman, leave shit everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> He's super thorough. I don't. I can't. I don't know. I <laughs> just, whatever, I don't get in his way. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> I just let him do what he wants. He's Batman. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, we get this little scene of uh Leviathan dude entering uh, the hospital room of Jim Harper, who is the Golden Guardian, and uh, attempts to recruit this guy. Short scene, pretty simple uh, about it. Uh, then we cut back to the Fortress of Solitude where Superman explains what he saw in the man. Golden Guardian is the man, right? Yes, he is the best. Uh, All right, just one because I figured he was. (laughs) He is the greatest alive. He has to be. He
1: had to be really important. Yes, he is very. Because they showed him. Yeah, he's uh,
0: he's reasonably strong. He shows up in Young Justice, the the cartoon. Oh, okay,
1: that's good for him. (laughs) Golden Warrior, (laughs) you have high well profile. We're gonna see
0: him more apparently. So
1: oh yeah, and his golden. He looked cool. He looked like uh, (laughs) he looked like Danny
0: Rand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> a little bit just uh, with the armor yeah cool guy uh superman explains what he saw on the man bombs that he just threw away turns out they're not bombs so much as they are uh teleportation devices uh what he saw was uh when the thing exploded and he got a good look inside the blast uh the space that was surrounding the explosion disappeared. So there's a possibility that anybody who's been blown up by this man bomb thing has just been teleported somewhere else. Yeah,
1: big teleportation bomb.
0: That's cool. And all they're left with is questions as this uh the issue closes out with them just asking who is Leviathan, what do we want and what's gonna happen tomorrow please buy the event that's coming <laughs> <out. Yeah. laughs>
1: It's pretty shameless. Can't blame them though. I mean I'd you do know the it's, same exact thing. It's a direct tie into
0: what they're doing. Uh I really like this issue. Uh f- remember the Red Cloud? I think they're gonna come back. I feel yeah, like that's yeah. gonna be resolved in further action comics or in the She was brought up right at the end. Yeah. Yeah, well she's there. Uh, red Cloud is. She's at the office still, so they, they gotta be Oh, that was her? The black chick? Yeah. Whoa. But okay. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh I'm excited to see Leviathan project, project uh, event Leviathan. Uh Michael Lark is work is the artist on it. He worked with uh Brian Michael Bendis before when they wrote uh Jessica Jones. So, it, and they're a good team. So, I'm into it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh anyway, on to Detective Comics 1004. Uh this is where we get the origin story of uh of what's her name? <laughs> it's uh, 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 Miss Arkham Lady Girl <laughs> Girl Arkham girl. <laughs> Astrid Astrid Astrid, Arkham. Astrid
1: Astrid Arkham
0: It's pretty simple <laughs>
1: Yeah it's, it, You know what I I'm, I find myself Again Having to retract My steps And say You know what I got a lot more respect f- for, for this lady uh, She and went through it She went through it bro. I feel like
0: this is Something that's Been done before what? yeah i feel like this is kind of like a standard yeah. batman villain origin story basically what went down is uh arkham fell in love with this lady who worked at arkham asylum uh they they hooked up they had a kid uh and uh the thing that's unique about it is that uh she grew up in arkham asylum this uh astrid and she grew up l- knowing the villains and they all like her <laughs> Yeah, that that was the craziest part
1: about this. That's why I felt like this was kind of out of the out of the ordinary is that they all the bad guys they embraced this child.
0: Yeah. And uh the Joker is the one who Joker and Harley Quinn are the ones who delivered her and spanked her bottom when to make her. <laughs> yeah. Cry, <laughs> which is weird. Uh yeah, but nah. that's
1: so that's so Joker
0: though. Yeah, it's very it's funny, but I was like this is bizarre. I never thought I'd see this image. Of Joker just slapping a baby's ass, so yeah. <laughs> with the grin on his. I face I need you to look at this, Brian. Hey, look yeah, at this. look
1: at Harley Quinn in the back too. Look just, at the Joker you know, slapping his baby. This.
0: <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> you see the you see the thing? Smack, slap, slap. He's, <laughs> he's just grinning directly into the camera as he's doing. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, this is happening right now." <laughs> like, yeah, I catch a baby.
1: Is he good? The Poison Ivy's uh, taking care of her. Solomon Grundy
0: is defending him. Yeah, this is all happening during a riot, it seems. This is happening during a riot. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to excite your thing. Uh, And uh, all the villains protected Astrid as she was being born. Uh, And it seemed all will be well. You know, even (laughs) the Joker's just excited that a baby's born. Clayface is in the background. Yeah. Uh, That's my guy. Remember? All is well until a batarang lodges deep into the neck of uh, Astrid's mom and Arkham's wife. And everybody's like, the fuck? Yeah, they was mad about that shit. Man. Yeah. And Solomon Grundy immediately murders the guy who threw it. Uh, but uh, Astrid doesn't know the truth uh, of what happened. Her mom's dead and she just grew up uh, around villains and talking to villagers, which feels very ill-advised. <laughs> parenting wise well he was saying that she was really curious and and just
1: naturally smart and you know you know how that is yeah she's finding her know, way through arkham i mean people break out of there all the time i'm pretty sure it was if she looked hard enough she would figure out some ways to get around arkham too well it's not it's, even it's, it's, it makes sense it doesn't make sense to you it don't oh know. wait 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 time out time out time out time out time out ill-advised dog he kept his- so so when we was reading Hachimaru, right, <laughs> and you would say for the first time ever, right, uh-huh. you would let your son go out and enjoy the world because is he has a... superpowers that other people have. Not everyone, smoking. though. you telling me those samurais from the first chapter couldn't have smoked Hachimaru? How'd he lose? How did Hachimaru beat him?
0: He's the best player. Oh, because of the video
1: game, yeah. but you never use that as a point. Nanashi but it's a solid point nonetheless.
0: Nanashi was the fuck. <laughs> Nanashi was the second best player. All right,
1: this example doesn't work anymore. No, this is different. But I she feel was like, raised by these All right, niggas, fine. Man, you can argue like, that maybe
0: tomorrow's thing is ill advised as well. But he's literally <laughs> talking. She's literally talking to murderers. I mean,
1: your man's was eating IV and drinking apple juice to take shits. <laughs> you wouldn't have went out with. You? I'm not gonna bring that.
0: He's just. He's not when my child is Superman. My child being Superman is gonna be fun. It was a Gundam character. You're right, I guess. And also, this is he's she's literally talking to the worst murderers in in the worst city in the world. Joker, the Joker conceived? No, not conceived. What do you call that? Delivered her. Yeah, that's not much better though. You know, uh, it's it's bizarre because I guess you can argue that uh, Arkham, like the Hachimaru thing, was ill advised. Sure. But it's nowhere near on the level like I wouldn't let my kid talk to the Joker. And yeah, it's Neither cute. Neither would I. It's cute because yeah, he slapped her bottom and <laughs> and made and made him and made her like cry and stuff, you know. She he basically delivered her, but it it didn't turn out well because she turned out to be a crazy murderous psychopath. Yeah. As a direct result of talking to be interacting with the craziest psychopaths and The craziest psychopath town. She got got killed out in the streets by one of these guys on a random uh, heist. I'm not saying leave her on the street. (laughs) I'm I'm saying keep her her in your office.
1: Yeah, he wanted to keep her in and to keep her safe. And then he already knows in the back of his mind, like, all right, you know, these guys are looking out for her Because, all right, maybe he bugged out after the first five or six times that had to develop measures to keep her in. I think he just realized, like, I just, it makes sense. I mean, I accept it because no, we're in this DC world. You know what I'm saying? I'm so saying
0: that uh, it's not that they're going to hurt her. Is because it's hanging out with all these unstable people has also made her highly unstable. Yeah, he did a bad job.
1: <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not going to take that away from him. <laughs> it's <laughs> not great. No, he, yeah, he he fucked up pretty bad.
0: And she's really just talking to the Joker all casually. I would have sent her to a fucking boarding school. Yeah, you know go what I'm s- saying? Not keep her get in a, a crazy babysitter. house. The fuck? do something.
1: Yeah, he's definitely wild. I'm just saying <laughs> that I I get it. I, I get the circumstances. Mm. He's fucked up a little bit too, you know what I mean? Everyone in Arkham pretty much
0: sucks, right? I think that's Yeah, but this is a doctor.
1: Yeah, at Arkham, bro. <laughs> yeah. Where people where no one gets better and everyone always escapes.
0: Fair, I guess. I mean, whatever. That doesn't we, mean he's listen, dumb. I stab she's he's a, he's a terrible parent. Agreed. All right, so whatever, at some point he <laughs> He basically just lets her think Batman killed her mom instead of just explaining to her that it was a fucking accident, which I feel like he could have done, like or like someone else did it, because now she's just like spent her entire life just training to kill Batman, and uh, and yeah, that now did yeah, she go to like high school and that shit? They don't really. No, she just spent her life talking to psychopaths and got yeah, and <laughs> training you know, with Clayface
1: <laughs> to kill Batman dolls. Why didn't Clayface go back to her and say, Hey, listen, he's actually a cool
0: guy. <laughs> no, this is before Clayface became good. Yeah, but I mean he did
1: become good and forgot all about her.
0: Huh? Yeah, because she disappeared and became he the was training.
1: training. Oh. You're right. She did disappear.
0: But yeah, he I thought this also when he's making clayface dolls yeah, and he's like, watching that's through a pretty the pretty intimate experience. He's you know? just watching her through the cameras f- killing Batman. <laughs> and he's just like, This is fine. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's better than selling crack, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> and she does nothing but kill bat statues all day, every day, for the whole for a whole life. And uh, yeah, now we're back in the present. <laughs> this was all drawn out on a scroll.
1: I- I must, is that what? no?
0: This is just like that's just the yeah, aesthetic amazing. that they went for. Okay, wouldn't explain this backstory. Uh, so uh, back to the art. they they do some more investigations. Uh, they get a detailed map of Gotham. Hidden in the walls of Arkham Asylum that she kept there, because she's totally stable. (laughs) And uh, we cut (laughs) back. We cut back to uh, Arkham Knight. She finds a new uh, castle to call her own, a new citadel of light. I don't know what this place is. I I thought they was building towards
1: like Wayne Mansion that they she wanted to build a castle atop the hill because it
0: was like the the best fortification. I I think this is supposed to be Blackgate. Blackgate the the prison of Gotham. Oh. Well, Arkham Asylum is a mental institution. Oh, this but Blackgate is the Blackgate is like a big supervillain prison. Oh, all right. Uh apparently she has m- other weird supervillain. I never This guy's pretty cool. Uh I forget his name. Uh, Arcane. He seems to have the ability to summon dirt zombies to do his vi- uh do his willing uh the unmen. Yeah, he's he's pretty cool. Very convenient. Uh and uh, she she asks her uh, her henchman to give her this sphere of light, whatever the fuck this is. It costs her her people's sight. They're blind now because they got this thing in their hand. Uh, and she calls on Doctor Phosphorus, my boy, Doctor Phosphorus, M.D. Hey, he's just
1: lighting the forest on fire. Yeah, with his phosphorus powers. What a fucking asshole! What a. L-
0: well, can he I don't think he's lighting it on fire. That's what it looks like. Because he's not on fire. It's gas. It's phosphorus. Phosphorus is gas. You're right. But that's not going to... No, it's
1: probably going to kill I don't think the tree. So. Yeah, lures. it's
0: probably going to do some damage force-wise. But what is he even doing? Uh, <laughs> anyway. It looks like he's luring Batman because he was ready. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, like, yeah, they're coming. Batman found them real quick. Uh, and uh, that's where the chapter ends. Batman... This is a cool splash page, though. I like the splash page. Yeah. Uh, Batman and Robin are like just flying in on their bla- back gliders, and they're about to square up. Uh... Fine, <laughs> uh, it's
1: uh, I can't wait till they finally reveal what the point of this arc is. Like, <laughs> I'm waiting because you know, this Batman is usually done uh, way different than this. yeah this it's is just very like it's not terrible, but hot, it's not take great. The story, real yeah, quick out of context and all of that.
0: Yeah, it's not terrible, but it's not great either. Um, I also have a problem with the way Batman is drawn by this guy. Uh, yeah, right. There's something. It's the it's the it's the lenses in his eyes that really. I think it limits his like expressions. It's like one of those things where superhero Max theoretically shouldn't move, yeah. but Batman's does, and it adds like an extra layer. Like Batman, like Spider Man's masks shouldn't move. It, there's no practical reason his masks should blink, but it, it does. But it's just like an aesthetic choice, and for whatever reason, having Batman have the same static image. Yeah, I don't care for that. Yeah, it's not great. Uh but overall it's okay. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't go crazy over detective comics these days. Uh so
1: Every, Everything changed after Clayfish got shot. Maybe that was the metaphor there. Like, yep, the the <laughs> writing for detective comics is now finished. Well it
0: wasn't even bad after that. It was just different. Uh it just didn't get uh yeah, it just didn't continue with that thread. Because I guess the guy who wrote that uh, that run of Detective Comics is now writing Justice League with Scott Snyder. So, is James Tinian? Damn, maybe
1: Clayface will join the Justice League. No. Yeah. No. Come on, man. Can one of these fucking guys stay good? I gave up on Lex Luthor because they made a whole arc to show that he's actually evil. I get
0: it. All right. Well, I feel like that was in a period where DC didn't know what it was doing. I feel like firmly that DC didn't know what it was doing for a very long time for like a string of years where they were just throwing shit at the wall to see what stuck and then they made Rebirth. But um, in any case, that was uh, Detective Comics. Uh, we're going to move on. There's a couple of... Uh, oh, we're doing Flash real quick. Flash is... Uh, this is a year one retelling of the Flash's origin story. I don't know if this is canon to what he does and stuff, but basically he meets his future self. Uh, he goes, his future self warns him to fight against this war, but also says, no, don't change the <laughs> the future too much. It's bizarre. Yeah, man. this
1: It went from, I was really hopeful for this chapter and this did a lot of nothing for me.
0: It's yeah, it's not gr- it's not bad. No. I feel like bad. I feel the same way about I mean, this. art d- was really good. Yeah, this is <laughs> Howard Porter. He's been drawing uh Flash for a long time. Yeah, he gets it. But he uh it. yeah, he uh Yeah, it's not bad, but it's not like crazy good. Uh, there was a point where Flash also took a dip in quality, but as far as writing goes, I don't even I guess this is another one where it's like what is even the point of this?
1: Uh what, bringing the turtle back into the limelight? Or
0: even this year one story? just a origin story for the flash maybe it leads to Jay garrett nope cuz <laughs> that's a that's a doomsday clock thing oh it's assumed that doomsday God clock ends with jsa all of the jsa members coming back i hope that's what happens i hope so too i love the jsa but anyway flash is not bad also i like i think i'm probably being a little too hard on it i do like it a little bit more than detective comics i guess but hmm not amazing
1: it was just weird you know i mean he made it to the future met a future self said go back to the past but don't change anything too much and it's just like all right i i I don't know are they trying to say that this is what inspired flash to be a superhero i think there's more to this i think i would hope so yeah i I think that this is maybe artificial as far as like like maybe somebody's trying to control his future outcomes i I don't know it just feels weird like then it feels like it's like it's not really trying to be a a, a origin
0: story. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Quick run up of the Flash. Uh, we're gonna talk about Avengers real quick. Uh, Avengers number nineteen. Uh, this is a f- we're balls deep in War of Realms tie-ins. So I feel like whenever we talk about Marvel, it's gonna be pretty much exclusively yeah, War of Realms Yeah, it's Realm taken
1: over almost
0: everything. Right? Uh, what what isn't it crossing over with uh, Deadpool? Deadpool and Miles yeah. Morales and? There's a few stories. I I don't think the X Men are that affected by it. They have like a small tie in story. But uh yeah, there's like things that aren't involved exactly, but most of the Marvel U is very concerned with uh what's going on here. And then rightfully I so. I like that. I like Yeah, it's the, a big deal.
1: Know, I always like that when they put everybody on the same page.
0: Uh we get the Avengers tie ins have been mostly like to sow the seeds into future Avengers stories. Uh Yeah. Which we, is clever. We get a revelation that one of the uh the Russian Avengers uh, equivalent is betraying their team. Uh, Ursa Major. Ursa. Yeah, my favorite member of that team. <laughs> yeah, he gets drunk and talks a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah, he's a giant bear who gets drunk and talks a lot of shit. <laughs> and he's, uh, he's a talking bear. Real gully. Bear. <laughs> and uh, he's talking to Gorilla Man, who is uh, part of the agents of Wakanda. Uh, he gets called by uh, by Kazar to... He meets up with uh, Ursa to describe, to talk about their uh, infiltration mission. uh and he gets called by Kazar to uh, avengers mountain to participate in the battle. We get a quick rundown of um what everyone's doing, you know what I mean? We get the jotunheim team and um hmm. and uh the captain marvels cap cap marv as i call her. Uh we get uh yeah, basically a quick catch up on everything and then
1: Yeah, they basically yeah. That's 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 what i was saying you know, before we even started the podcast that Avengers really just felt like it was just showing us, Hey, uh, this is going on here. This is going on there. Look at this. This looks really cool. You should buy those comics.
0: Yeah. There's also these, uh, then we get the actual story of the Avengers. It, it really just describes what we saw in War of rounds. Number four, where, um, you know, Shuri was getting the thing ready to, to blast in the interim between the dark elves showing up and the, that final blast that saved everyone at the end. Uh, Gorilla man is attacked by dark elves uh he's kicking hella ass because he's a giant gorilla uh <laughs> I didn't know about this, but apparently the legend of gorilla man he's cursed uh he's a giant gorilla, and whoever kills him becomes immortal, which is damn <laughs> which he't been cool. trying to get murked like his whole life yo. yeah uh but anyway he uh I don't know. I I think he heard some. Oh yeah, I think uh, the celestial talks to him.
1: Uh, yeah, it 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 told him that. Um, damn, what did it say?
0: It it, le- it let it let him know where the Roxanne headquarters was. Oh yeah, Antarctica. It's in Antarctica. Yeah. It's an Ar- yeah, it let him know that it's they're hiding in Antarctica.
1: Yeah, they're the guys that's been they're the guys that's been like jamming everyone's communications and internet and you know
0: yeah. The whole issue like he's nice been stuff. like kind of uh, describing his ad- admiration for the Avengers and the people he's working for because he's never been that important. Uh, and he's finally and he's is He sure is right. <laughs> 'Cause I've <laughs> never heard of this guy before. Oh well, yeah. This. But he's uh, he's been playing uh he's finally playing in the big leagues. But uh it's all like uh, turned on its head when we find out at the end of this issue that he's actually working for the Vampire Legion. Dun dun
1: dun 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 Yeah, for- I forgot about them, thought we was done with them, but uh there were plot uh, points left open yeah and you know blade is still part of the avengers so i guess that means we're not really finished with the vampires yeah uh, is there a blade movie coming out soon apparently there are yeah right a blade uh, I, i'm i'm pretty sure that's with happening snipes. here
0: right there's no oh with wesley snipes again
1: hey mm-hmm. i like it uh you i like
0: d- it yeah i don't know if that's necessarily happening because if they're making a blade movie it's not coming soon it's going to be a few years I mean, I'm just saying. Why else bring Blade up? In
3: Blade's
1: cool. That's why he is cool. But where the fuck was Blade in all the other events? Where was Blade
0: in Secret because Empire? Because Blade was never uh, an Avenger. He's just basically now a solo is? dude. Yeah. Because now they're fighting vampires. Yeah. Why are they now fighting? Whatever, man. Because vampires are actually finally is that becoming a, separate, a massive problem? Is that a separate realm? The vampires? Oh, that's they're not, not a not- realm, but they're not like really. They don't really make big league moves like this, where they're like taking on the Avengers themselves. I thought that that was linked to the
1: War of the Realms. The
0: uh, No, the, the vampires, vampires aren't story. their own thing. Uh, they they have like a country or something. But Yeah, not, yeah, but it's on technically they're They're on Earth. All right, so all right. It's not like...
1: That's weird. I, I, I thought that that was a build-up to War of the Realms. I thought they was like...
0: All right. Yeah. That's, Jason Aaron okay, has his unrelated. own... Yeah, yeah, he has his own plans for the Avengers story. And overall, I feel like there's going to be another event by him soon uh, outside of War of the Realms. Uh, we're going to... We're going to do one more. Uh, and I want to do uh, Strike Force. Yeah, Strike Force is pretty good. I'm going to say this right now. Book of the week for me. Yeah. Uh, love this one. Agreed. It's basically so. the Jotunheim team.
1: <laughs> yeah, we see what happens with Spider-Man before he goes off on his uh, uh, League
0: of Realms. Yeah, the, the, uh, the Land of Giants Strike Force. Yeah. Uh I first of all let me say this uh it's written by Tom Taylor who writes uh Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man.
1: Oh, that's why I one of my favorite like books on the yeah. stands.
0: He he's like so good at Spider-Man. He gets him all the way yeah, through and through. Uh and I love this team. I think this is probably my favorite team <laughs> compiled. There's something about this te- I uh Captain America's team theme is basically everyone who was left. <laughs> yeah, right? He got a random hot chick. That, that, of that fills in a uh,
1: you know a a, a, a prerequisite role. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like
0: meets the minimum requirements. Yeah. Captain Marvel took a lot of like pretty strong people with her. So Captain Marvel's like, "Well, this is all I got left." But she he's got a team of heavy hitters himself. He has uh, he has Wolverine. He has Luke Cage. And he has da- uh, Iron Fist, which is, and Spider Man, and Captain America himself. So this is not a team to just. Uh, Snap at! I love the interactions between this yeah. team. <laughs> this is the best part of it. Tom Taylor is like one of my favorite writers. I don't know what it is, but he understands. He like he's able, whatever character you got, he can write it.
1: Has he done anything else aside from uh, Spider Man?
0: He's done. He's done a few things. I'm. I i do not know why. Uh, he did Iron Man, Iron Man a that's while cool. back.
1: That's cool. He's done a few things. Was he's, that with the little brother
0: thing? With the, no. Uh, okay. That's uh, a little farther back. Uh, no, he's doing. He did he did injustice the injustice comics that's oh, what that's oh, what i know him from okay no though yeah they were excellent all right and he's great uh and this is no exception he makes me feel for the fucking horses that died yeah man buttercup no <laughs> oh, what was, his, what, was dog's, what was the dog what was the dog was the horse's
1: name the, the flying unicorn uh you like, see
0: because all right so there's this little moment uh real quick basically read this book i just want to <laughs> i just want to really touch on this part uh in a gag like they're all like suiting up and getting weapons from uh thor like thor's armory and wolverine just slaps him on with the shittiest helmet he could find and and tells him it's magic yeah (laughs) he just he just makes it up (laughs) that was pretty funny and uh it turns out the helmet is magic after all and allows him to talk to talk to horses and uh, he gets to know his uh, unicorn horse thingy, this Pegasus. That's yeah, what Pegasus. At. Yes, winged uh, horse. No, it's not. It doesn't have a horn. Yeah. All these horses, all these Pegasi die. It's
1: sad. Yeah, they all get murked. And then he has a, Spider-Man has but, a really uh, touching moment with Buttercup.
0: Yeah, with Queen, or as she's known, Queen, uh, queen Arcturus. Arcturus. The the queen of all, in, uh, which means in our language, one who gallops through the clouds. Pretty fucking epic. Yeah. This yeah. fucking horse rules. She gets into <laughs> battle with them and
1: all of that. Like, they start duking it out. Once they find Thor, he's surrounded by a whole bunch of giants. So, they, you know, they get it popping. They start murdering giants. And
0: uh, <laughs> queen, the queen know. dies, man. Yeah. Yeah. She, she took one. This is a great moment where, like, because Spider-Man is the only one wearing the helmet, he's the only one who could talk to and understand yeah, her. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. everyone else, he's literally just nagging. He's just like, nay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty great uh, but yeah we kinda we kinda get the interim they help them uh, they help Thor take down the rest of the ice giants while he's in a berserker rage uh, they fight for what seems like ever until Thor finally gets out of his berserker rage and everything's done and uh, the queen is dead and as she dies she begs not to be buried in Jotunheim Jotunheim
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they bring her back to Avengers Mountain
0: yeah and they they bury
1: her in Midgard I'd love to be bu- like buried uh, on like on the same mountain as a Celestial, that's pretty fucking fire. Yeah. Not going <laughs> to lie. They did the horse real well, yo. Yeah. This Buttercup, horse
0: you know. this horse is pretty fire. But uh, yeah, this is my book of the week. I loved it so much. I didn't expect to love it as much as I did, but God damn it, did I love it. Hey,
3: <laughs>
1: well, when you have quality writing, you can turn anything
0: into a great, uh, great yeah. story. You know. It was really funny, and it was good to see like Wolverine interacting with Spider-Man again yeah. after so long. He's just come back to life, uh, but yeah, no more to say. This is a great book. Pick up Strike Force and any other War of the Realms title you choose. All the tie-ins have been pretty good. Venom was pretty good. Oh, there's Venom, just a lot of fighting. Lot yeah, of there's fighting. a lot of fighting in Venom. I, w- I wish we could cover it, but I yeah, he's got. Listen,
1: he's got a, He's got an alien suit now, and it's not the symbiote because the symbiote left him before. In case you didn't know, um, yeah. he's got a new. Uh, symbiote armor that he got from this uh dark elf witch lady who, for some reason, gave it to him because she wanted to use it against Malekith.
0: No, she or, wants to use it for Malekith. For Malekith, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's, like, rebelling because yeah, he's, he's rebe- Venom.
1: Yeah, exactly. He, he's Eddie Brock, and he doesn't give a fuck, so he's using the suit for his own means, and he's killing everybody. And he runs into Jack who's talking that hot shit. No pun intended. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it was. But, um, you know, they scrap it out. He's weak to fire still, because, you know, the the suit goes off his imagination and, you know, it starts transforming more and more and more. He gets over the bullshit and he's like, mm, didn't he get some cool ass Guardian armor. Yeah. That looks, it's not a symbiote anymore. It's yeah, pretty cool, though. Straightforward, just fighting. That's it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, his son's in the bunker. Next <laughs> issue, we're
0: going to finally get to why he actually has a symbiote back. Yeah, we're going to do it more justice. But when, it, when we get, yeah. No, we're I'm saying next issue because yeah. there's no explanation. He has a symbiote back in War of the realms issues. So it's weird but anyway venom is also pretty great venom has always been great this this whole run of venom has been sick as fuck so pick it up we don't cover it often because it comes out monthly but it's a really great series pick that shit up marvel's been doing great
1: yeah they've been cleaning it up man uh
0: but yeah that's gonna do it for us this week you guys uh thank you guys for joining us it's very appreciated uh we're gonna we're gonna head out now. Uh, you can find us at the Chris Espinal on Instagram and Twitter, uh, JD at JD Cole underscore thirty seven on Instagram, at Saucy Brian Bossy everywhere else. You could f- uh, email us with any suggestions, things that you want us to talk about, fan theories of your own, whatever you guys want to talk to us about. Uh, yeah, man. Anything you want to hear about? Any questions? If you think
1: we bullshit, if you think. Uh, <laughs> You don't like what we have to say. Yeah, yell at us.
0: us. (laughs) Yell at me. I'll take the negative shit. It's (laughs) all good. But yeah, thank you guys. Uh, See you next week. Have a good week, everyone. Later. Peace.